Hello, I'm Dr. Stephanie Phillips, joined by Dr. Michelle Seawright, and we are Georgia Medicine Women. We're direct primary care doctors, and we welcome you to our podcast, where we share stories that will inspire and motivate you in your journey towards health and wellness. Welcome to Georgia Medicine Women Podcast. Why did I just intro us that way? I don't know. <laughs> but here we are. This is Dr. Phillips, and I'm here with Dr. Seawright, and we have a special guest. Dr. Seawright, you want to introduce her? Our special guest today is Megan McCurley, and she's with Doula at Heart. Oh, I love that. I love that name. Hey, so I'm super excited to have a doula. Um, some of our listeners may not even know what the heck a doula is, so we're going to let you explain all that. But first, we are going to get to our Medical Mountain Speak. And this one is kind of an easy one, but I'm going to let you guess it. So um, the Medical Mountain Speak today is birthed, B-I-R-T-H-E-D, birthed. So I'm going to use it in a sentence. I've birthed plenty of children. Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, is this a trick question? Because that just no, seems to be but absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's too um, brought into being or yeah. You have yeah, I mean, I just think it's funny that ED is added at the end of it. I mean, I think it makes it medical mountain speak because uh, technically the ED added, but that was a pretty easy one. You got off easy. That that was right in my forte. So it was perfect. (laughs) Right. You're a Yankee, right? Because we were just talking about that, right? Uh, Yeah, I am originally from Wisconsin. So um, but I've, you know, lived in Hartwell for most of my life. Um, Like I was telling you, I didn't, I wasn't really good at the Southern talk. But yes, you caught me and I said y'all earlier. So I'm definitely integrated. I I married a um, Alabama boy. 20 years ago now. So he's, you know, had his effects on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Okay, Megan. So for our listeners, tell us what a doula is. So a doula, just in the um, very straight sense, is um, a a helper, someone who is your support person. Um, A doula is non-medical. That's what sets us apart. A lot of times people will say, what's the difference between a doula and a a midwife? Um, We're non-medical. Our support um, can look like the same support of a um, that you would expect with a midwife versus the OB, but um, where it's very much more hands-on support and but it is in emotional support, but we are non-medical. So no medical techs um, do not have that um, training and expertise. And so we refer when it comes to medical. Um, the word doula, though, comes from a Greek word uh, meaning servant. So um, it's very rooted in us as doulas that we're there to serve. Um, we're there to see you above us, you know, whatever your needs are, um, and to help you with those, whether it's, like I said, emotional or um, physical. Would you believe that I actually have a patient who um, her job is to be a end of life doula? 
I do. And I probably actually met her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we connected, which I love. Um, it's called a bereavement doula. So there are doulas for all sorts of things. Um, with birth doulas, postpartum doulas, and, and bereavement doulas as well. Um, there are others as well. But in it, like I said, it comes from that just, you know, foundation of support um, and just serving that person in, in those ways. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing to have a postpartum one. I could have really used a postpartum doula because I tried to breastfeed and it was harder than medical school. Like it was the hardest (laughs) thing I ever did. And I didn't have any support because the one breastfeeding lactation consultant wouldn't call me back. And it was in the middle of West Virginia and it was a horrible experience. So that would have been perfect because that's a hard time in life too, just like pregnancy. But wow, I think people, um, you know, just women in general, they they feel that guilt that like you're just supposed to know how to do it, and and they just don't um, like like you don't like you need support. <laughs> like probably in the in the past, your your mom taught you how to do it because she was your support or your grandma or something like that, and and so families I think are now being a little bit more fragmented and you know they don't have as much support some some don't have as much support and so I think a, a dual having a doula or that access to one is a great thing absolutely um there's there's two things in there that you hit on um one is that yes we um doulas have been a thing let's just put that out there since the beginning of time I mean um but Early on, it would look like a neighbor or a aunt or a mom, you know, somebody there um, outside of usually your initial support person, it's somebody else. So it's like a third person to, to kind of be there. Sometimes moms or, or your partner can be a little bit emotionally involved. So that doula comes in as that outside. Um, and absolutely, yes, we have become fragmented as a society and there's becoming a greater need for doulas. Well, there's always been a need, but it almost like it hasn't been a thing for a while, but it actually has because um, people move away from their families now Mm -hmm. with the ability to travel, to do more. um, And that um, there's actually studies about that and how we are, you know, now away from those and feeling so much more alone as moms and parents and not knowing what to do. And then also, yeah, absolutely moms. Uh, it's so funny cause you know, this is my job, but, um, and you know, I do see it as a business in some degree, but my clients are so hard to get because moms, it's not in us to ask for help. It's right. just not, it's not something we see our moms and we think, oh, they've got it all together. They did it all. I can do it too, or, or whatever, or, you know, just, it's not, the words are not there. Um, I would say the way we're talked to, oh, you'll get it. It's natural. You'll figure it out. You know, not, and, and knowing things like you said, Stephanie, that you, they probably struggled too, but they don't always talk about their struggles and the need for something. Um, and instead we should say like, yes, absolutely. It's going to be rough, but that's okay. You will find your way or, you know, you will, will help you. How can I help you? (laughs) You know, simple things like changing the way we talk to moms can make a big difference. Um, instead of asking them, 
you know, when, as soon as they have baby, how's your sleep? How's your sleep? You know, you get that question, how's it going? How's baby sleeping? Are you getting enough rest? You know, but which is nice. They really mean well, but we should really change that. And instead of focusing on that negative, you know, isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful to have this child? Are you feeling all those good feels you know, are you loving those snuggles? Isn't it great? You know, cause we need to shift that mindset to where we're, we're just teaching moms that like, yeah, let's look at the good things, but also like, Hey, you know, I know it was rough for me. Like how, how can I help you? I would have really liked a hot meal and some, some snacks in my fridge. Could I do that for you? Could I come over and wash your dishes? You know, mm. like we don't ask those things. We ask the negative thing and then we walk away or we leave them just like, oh, <laughs> so, so there, anyway, you can tell I, I love what I do and I see the need. Um, but yeah, it's hard. Um, moms just don't ask for that. They're mm-hmm. just, just not in us. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to this is so such a good conversation and like supports exactly what I've been feeling the last few weeks. Like, I don't know, as women, I just feel like we're so isolated sometimes. Like we just like I, I wanna feel like I have this village around me, but sometimes it's so it's such an, a lonely life. Like it's so hard to make really close friends and it's hard to find people that you really have the same viewpoints, either there's always something like some kind of political thing or something like that. And then like thinking about how to be a good friend, you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking, is it me? Am I not a good friend? But like those little things that people offer to do for you, that used to be a thing. Like when you had a baby back in the old days, there was a whole village coming over and trying to cook for you and clean for you and help you do the dishes and that kind of thing. And And now it's just such a fragmented society. And it's like, even as the church, it's like, oh, I asked about it. So that's, that's enough. Well, no, actually you need to go and actually do something to help, (laughs) you know, and we've talked about that concept too, with whole heart. Um, What is the pregnancy life center? Cause they're helping the moms. Yeah. So we need to step up and be better. And this is exactly what you get to do. It's like, you get to be a good friend. Like you get to be for your job. <laughs> like yeah. you <laughs> Exactly. I do describe it to some people that way sometimes when um when they don't know what a doula is and and I tell people all the time I was like it's really hard to explain in like a whole sense but like if you ever talk to somebody who's had a doula of any kind um like they're always just like Oh, I wish, you know, I'm so glad I had that. And it's wonderful. I, I just the feeling it's, it's about the feeling you get more than the actual physical things that we do. Sometimes it's, it's like you were saying, Stephanie, like being a good friend. Um, you know, one of the first things I bring out is that we're non-judgmental support and, that's just mind blowing for a woman in general. Like what is non-judgmental anything when it comes to women? Like, just like, let's break that off of our nature. Like, I don't want to be that, but that is the way we feel 90% of the time is judged by even your friend or your, you know, so-called friend or your Facebook or your, you know, all these things that play a part into the family, um, in-laws. I mean, you always feel that judgment. And um, 
that's what really like sets this kind of support apart is, um, you know, we are trained on how to be active listeners, how to be, you know, non-judgmental in your choices. It's a big um, misconception that we don't support anything but natural when it comes to birth and after. And that's not true at all. You know, whatever your choice is, um, we're there to support that. And we want to see that person grow and that family as a whole grow in this wonderful way of like, you know, figure, yeah, they're figuring it out, but you know, they're not doing it with, you know, as much frustration and stress and, you know, instead of surviving, they're thriving and, and that's possible. And, you know, you can, like I said, change that narrative of of negative to positive and really, you know, have that true support. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the type of support that you um, do here in Hartwell. Yeah. So I myself am a postpartum doula. Um, like you, Stephanie, um, I definitely could. I've, I will just say this too. Like I never had a doula. Um, I wish I did. I wish I knew the things that I know now as a doula when I had my four kids, you know, but I didn't have that kind of support, but I learned about doulas. And when I did, I was just mesmerized. This is a thing. This is awesome. I thought, oh gosh, I want to be a birth doula for sure. And then I didn't know postpartum doulas were the thing. And when I actually ended up getting into the um, education of it, I said, postpartum doula, what's that? And I really found that like that was where, you know, my passion was. And I felt that pull um, from God that like, you know, this is where I can really do some good because I definitely was isolated. I didn't live near family when I had my first and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was, you know, on the phone with the, you know, one family member I knew that had just gone through it, you know, crying a lot of times. So, you know, I was just. I just thought, oh my goodness, I can do so much good here. So I chose that as my path. And um, I love the birthing process, but I love my birth doulas. So I ended up launching as an agency um, to try to build community. Um, I, When I became a postpartum doula, I just, um, that was the, one of the first things your trainer tells you is to go and network with other doulas. And there were none. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find any in our area. You know, they're like, oh, go on and Google, search it and all. And I, nope nothing. The nearest one was like, you know, an over an hour away. And I thought, wow, this is, you know, awful. And I did end up finding like, thank the Lord, like came to me um, within that year, two other people who had just, you know, one who had been a, just moved here, had been a doula, um, Christina Bell in um, Greenville. So she had moved to Hartwell recently. And then um, a brand new doula, um, Kelly Pilgrim, who both were birth doulas. And we started getting together and I just, you know, it just made sense for us to band together to to create this community that made sense to um, get the word out there about what it is we do and, you know, um, work together in that. So we um, started the agency. and then we also have um, Rihanna Vogan, who does nutrition. Um, she's a nutritionist, personal trainer. Um, she's yoga certified and also just got her certification in pelvic floor. So she's offering all those things that kind of I always say she rounds us out because we learn from each other constantly. And we, you know, those are questions and things that come up that play, you know, just integral parts within kind of woven into your journey from birth through postpartum. 
And um, so it's really great to have her as well. Um, as far as like services, I don't know how much you want me to go into, um, but, you know, we have a, a very wide range of services. I always start with a consultation with moms. We want to know what she sees as her support needs. You know, they they usually know better than we do. You know, they know where they need help and and those sort of things. And just having a conversation can bring out those things. And um, then we try to pair her with the right kind of services that would work for her. Um, we do have packages and, and things like that. So you can kind of, you know, choose a, a something and then we can kind of customize those and pull in other areas for you if you, you know, want birth doula, but also want some postpartum care or, or you want a consult with a nutritionist or a, or a meal plan or, you know, there's all these things that we can offer. Um, so when, if somebody wants your services, like when should they contact you? Like when they're trying to get pregnant or like once they're already pregnant or like, are you guys pretty booked up or what's the, what's the thing? For that? So, um, more and more, you know, we're, we're growing. So yeah, we, we do, um, have times like our, um, doulas, our mamas too. So there's not always that, you know, full availability of them depending on what's going on. So it's always good to check in with us, um, as soon as you can. Um, but more than that, it's always good to check in with us as soon as you can. Cause once you start that support, you, that support continues throughout the rest of, you know, your journey. So that's, really great. You're going to get the most out of it. You're going to, you know, um, we talk to people daily, you know, texts all the time, you know, and all that kind of stuff, an on-call type um, with those that are um, purchasing packages and things with us. And, and then even outside, I mean, you, you know, we don't turn down <laughs> a question. So um, I would say, you know, as early as you can and definitely, yeah, we can work with women who are interested in becoming pregnant, there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of advice and good things that, you know, you can consider there as well. You know, really like preparing your body beforehand, especially like with pelvic floor and with nutrition um, can really set you up for like a really good start. And um, so, yeah, that would be awesome. We consider that like A plus <laughs> if, if they do that. It's not always the case. A mom can come to us. We've had moms come to us, you know, weeks before their due date, you know, and we jump in if we can. And, um, you know, things can change. You can feel like you've got it handled. And then all of a sudden you have a visit with your doctor and, you know, your world just is changed in an instant and everything blows up and you're I'm not prepared for this. Um, we can jump in there. So we don't mind at all. Same with postpartum. I love starting postpartum work early. Um, I get to know you, I, you know, I, I get to know what, you know, how you're, how you function, how, you know, and that just helps me to do a better job in supporting you after. But not to say I haven't, I have lots of moms actually, who it's usually about the month mark that, uh, you know, you get calls and I need help. I can't do this or, you know, breastfeeding and all those sort of things. But um, if we can get that early, it just can make your journey so much easier at that time point. We're back paddling sometimes. So, um, but it is doable. So, uh, you know, anywhere along the way, I also have women who, have, you know, four and 
five, six month old and I jump in there with postpartum support. You know, people ask me that question a lot. When, you know, is too too late. (laughs) And I'm always like, it's never too late. Honestly, Um, any woman that's had a baby is postpartum. Like in my opinion, like we all have our struggles and our motherhood journey. And if there's something I can do to help you in it, like, absolutely. Um, There's lots of times we hit a wall or, or just a struggle and, you know, we need somebody else to, like you said, be that friend, talk it out, discover new things. Cause a lot of what we do is, you know, education support and then connecting to resources. So, you know, a lot of times with them, it's like, let me connect you with this resource. Let's, you know, figure out what we can do to ease whatever it is you're going through. What are some of the big resources that you refer for moms to use? Um, I would say definitely chiropractic is one of the the biggest. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yoga is a huge thing for us as well. Um, Those kind of go hand in hand. We're wanting to prepare the body. Um, align the body, you know, for that, you know, it just makes sense when you're talking about, you know, birthing a child. Um, And even before um, we have a lot of hip pain and those sort of things, we, you know, going on during pregnancy, your body is, your ligaments are loose, you're shifting constantly, the baby's moving or staying in one spot, Mm -hmm. which is even worse sometimes. (laughs) Um, So there's ways to kind of coax that. Um, through um, stretches, movement, um, and then those adjustments. So um, that would probably be one of the biggest. Um, let's see. There, um, sometimes it's um, physical therapy can can do for that as well when it comes to that. Um, but um, like I said, nutrition. But we have that in house for us. Um, but it is sort of a referral as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And we do a lot of talking to moms about what they want um, in providers. So we're not partial to any provider. Like, Like we said, you know, we want you to find what works for you best. But I do do a lot of consultations with women, you know, that don't even do our services, but they're new in town or they don't have somebody, you know, and they want a certain type of birth or, um, this is what they had before that didn't work or did work. And, you know, what do I know? And so we try to be knowledgeable about what their options are here. Um, we, um, Christina, Bertel always laughs and she says, we're Hartwell's a birth desert. And cause we're kind of this little Island of need, but, and there's all these things around us, but not as much here, which that's growing. And I love it. I've seen it already, but you know, a lot of times moms are going 45 minutes to find what they need. Right. Um, so the more we can find here that serves that, the better it is. Um, but, you know, just talking to them about providers, number one, like, and if they want a home birth, hospital birth, like those are all things I get those calls a lot. Mm-hmm. And we just talk that out. I'll, you know, give them our list of who, you know, we have in the area and if they have specifics about what they're wanting or needing or know that, then we, you know, can kind of give them insights, but we always encourage them to, you know, how to make those calls. You're interviewing. Uh, and I know, you know, you guys do that here because I've talked to you about your services at Whole Heart and it's like, um, I love that, you know, that patients can come in, feel comfortable having a conversation and knowing if they're a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. We want more moms to do that with providers. Like you don't just have to choose one off of a page. 
do those interviews, talk to them, send them an email, whatever you need to do to say like, hey, these are things I'm looking for. This is how my thought process is, you know, whether you're, you know, things you've had challenges with in the past. Are you, you know, do you feel like you can support this? You know, a lot of women are looking for VBACs or different things and, and not everybody's going to do that. So you need to know those sort of things. And are they going to support that? You want to go with somebody who is going to support those things. So a lot of referrals for things like that. Yeah. For those of you listening, a VBAC is a vaginal birth after cesarean. But um, so, yeah, so some, some providers do it and some providers don't that they, they, you know, you have to be willing to uh, take certain risks the, uh, on the patient side as well as the provider side. And so some providers are more supportive of that than others. And some are um, obviously more experienced in that because of because of that. Exactly. That's another thing mm-hmm. that a lot of women don't know when we encourage is, you know, to look at their statistics, ask them those questions. How many, you know, do you do a year? How, you know, to see what their, they may be okay with it, but what does their success rate look like actually? You can do the same thing with hospitals. All that information is out there. Uh, you can look at how many episiotomies and all these things that they do a year and kind of know, is this is this what I want? Is this more of the hospital setting I want, mm-hmm. you know, and those sort of things. Yeah, it's um, a little disconcerting to know that Hartwell is the uh, birth desert, but you're right. We, we had a small local hospital that did everything, surgeries, inpatient, you know, ICU and, um, and uh, pregnancy delivery um, when I was growing up here in high school. And then it went to, they closed that down. And then you went, you know, 30 minutes down the road to Royston, Georgia, where it was a little bit larger of a hospital and everything. And then they closed that one down. And now we have Again, it's 30 to 45 minutes, but um, Livonia has a, a, a birthing center is, and, and hospital, um, but most people choose to go to the larger centers out in Athens and Anderson, which is like the 45 minutes. And, um, you know, as a pregnant mom, I mean, you know, the movie sort of per- portrayed a little bit differently where like the water breaks and you've got to, you know, you're going to have the baby in two minutes. We all know that that's not the case, but as a new mom, people still think that way. And that can be kind of concerning for somebody to drive 45 minutes um, because they think they're in labor or, I mean, gosh, they start bleeding. They're worried, you know, what's going to happen on the, on the way, you know, 45 minutes down the road. Could, could they have been taken care of um, sooner if they were local, if there were a local hospital here? Sure. Sure. Oh, also telling people about, um, services you better tell them about me and omt i do we do osteopathic manipulation dr c Wright's going to start doing it too I am, I am a trained do and uh <laughs> dr philip does as well and so she does manipulation similar um to chiropractic care but um yeah and i can do postpartum adjustments that's also very recommended um acupuncture for preconception though oh true for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good stuff uh, where can we where can we find you? Are you in a building somewhere? Are you just you know call you up and you come to my house or how does that work? We actually do have an office right mm-hmm. um, downtown in Hartwell, so we are, are here. We have a, a space available to you to come and see us. Um, we do just do that by appointment though. Okay. So the best way to start is to just give a call and um, I'll be glad to you know set up what it is that you need. Or if you already know your specifics, I can set you up a consultation with that specific, um, you know, doula or mm-hmm. nutrition or whatever it is. Um, 
Our space is flexible. So we do do classes in there. Sometimes we do meet with our clients there. And then we also, you know, have the space available for, um, private yoga sessions, um, mommy and me sessions, all those sort of things as well, um, to, you know, utilize it any way we can. So individual and group sort of sessions is what you're saying? We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all, you know, if you want to do a group, which we love, um, it's of course, you know, you get, you get your friends or a group together and you can book that with us. Um, it all has to be, you know, just privately booked, but, um, we'll book that and you can, you know, we're always, a of course, a very kid and baby friendly office. So we, you know, have things for your kids in there to do. Don't feel like you have to, you know, find a sitter to to come in and talk with us. You know, it's, it's not a big deal at all. We love having them and it's always welcome. I love that. What's that phone number? At 706-436-2645. Okay. So we'll call that if, if we need you. And then um, do you have a website or Facebook or what, what socials are you a part of? We do. Um, our website is just doulatheart.com and okay. you can see a whole, um, all of our services and there's probably more if we just, you know, have a chat too. We always work with whatever it is your need is. We've got it. Um, but we've just changed our website to where it's kind of looks like support by your where you are in your journey. So that's really easy to navigate now. You can kind of just go on our homepage, see where you are, and it's just got a whole list of different things that we can offer you wherever you are in your journey. Um, we are on uh, social media, on uh, Facebook and on Instagram. And so just look for Dual at Heart. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been fascinating learning about what you guys do. And um, I hope it gets the word out about your services and what you guys offer. So thank you. Yeah, I should also mention we have a private Facebook uh, group as well called Mom Matters. Um, so you can look that up on Facebook and ask to join. Um, it is specifically for local moms because we want to create community here. Um, we share, it's run by our doulas. Um, so we modify for that and we um, just try to put any resources that we know. So this is just open to any moms, you know, wherever you are, you got older or younger or whatever, just looking at what we have to offer in this area, um, seeing other people post, um, knowing that you're not alone. Um, you're welcome to, you know, post questions, comments, all those sort of things. If you know, whatever is going on with you and we're always happy to answer those. And, um, it helps us to provide the right kind of support. So, you know, yeah, I'm sure they have questions that they ask on there and you're like, oh, I could, you know, I can do that or I, or I can point them to wh what they need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, that's cool. I definitely post about this episode on there. We definitely will <laughs> we'll put it all out there for sure. Yeah. sure. Very excited to be here and I'm thank you guys for this opportunity talk and um to connect some more and i guess we got more things to connect about so that'll be exciting yeah so always great for sure well thank you for listening to this uh episode of our georgia medicine women podcast you can find us on facebook at georgia medicine women again we're looking for more um medical mountain speak topics or or words uh that you may have heard throughout your life um 
and um, any topics that you would like for us to cover as well. Uh, send those to our email at georgiamedicinewomen um, at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and like and subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.